views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Wow. How the heck is everybody doing? What a wonderful, wonderful world we live in. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in, turning us on. We've had a great show today. We have a fabulous show, uh, and we're going to tell you all about it in a minute. My very special guest, Meg Benedict, joining me here today. Uh, but first, let me give a shout-out to Taylor. Hello, Taylor. How the heck are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It was a whirlwind here. Um, I'm so, uh, I have to tell you, I'm so appreciative right now for the work that other people do. I got to participate in two amazing um, fundraisers for two nonprofits. Uh, One of them is uh, for uh, Lyme disease awareness and for uh, Limelight Radio. Uh, We did that on Martha's Vineyard and uh, it was amazing. Had some great people in the audience. Matter of fact, I did speak and Hopefully, I'll be able to figure out the technology to get that video to Jessica. But the other thing is, I'm just struck by the people that we've gotten to meet and uh, how passionate and how dedicated they are to doing good things in the world. It's just been incredible. How have you guys been? Doing great. Yeah, need, we need more people like that out there in the world doing good, helping helping other people first, thinking of themselves last. Those are good. Those are good core values, I think, they live by. I'll tell you what, you got to be in service. If you're not in service, guess what? As one of my, I was talking to Meg before the break, one of my coaches says some of the the most amazing things. After he says them, I never know or understand what he says until like days later. One of his isms is you have to be in service or you're out of service. Now you got to think about what that, we got to think about what that means. You have to be in service or you're out of service. And Meg, I know you're laughing, right? Like, so true. <laughs> like, okay, you have to be in service, you have to service. Meg Benedict, thanks for joining me here today. We're taking on something that is so seriously important, at least it's been for me in my life. Heal the root cause of addiction with quantum vortex expert Meg Benedicte. And for those of you, I'm just going to give you a, a brief overview, but I'm going to give it to you in my words. You know, I mentioned that there are people in the world that are doing good that are bringing good works, as we like to say, to the forefront. There are more people like that now, I believe, than we have seen in a very, very long time. Meg is one of those folks. Uh, As the owner of Soulful Services, you know, Meg is someone that has traveled the world, that has been able to create ways for all of us to understand not just what our priorities are in life, but how to manifest and become the people that we have always been meant to be. She does this in a lot of different ways, but one of them 
is the template for utilizing the quantum vortex. This is a powerful tool for transformation. Today, you're going to get to hear about it. And for those of you out there that have listened to the show and have called in before, we are here to help you in a huge way. This is a call-in show. We'll tell you about it in a minute. Uh, But for us, getting to know what this means to unlock karma, as she does, remove energetic patterns, And get clear by using this sacred geometry that so many of us have longed to learn about and so few on the planet have been put here to teach us. Meg is one of those persons. Today, we're going to talk about addiction, the many forms of addiction, what it is, what we do to cover it up, and then what we do to uncover it. So why is it, and this is in Meg's work, We are programmed to feed on other people's energy and relationships, a condition called codependency. We are escaping and numbing ourselves with addictions to substances that are heightening the endorphins, drugs, alcohol, sugar, coffee, spending money, sex, uh, and especially for those of you that watch the MTV Awards, sex, adrenaline, etc. This is a show that will help you unlock Shatter the shackles that are tying you in to the slavery of addiction. Meg, welcome to the show. It's great to have you, and thank you for taking this big topic on. Uh, Thank you, Pat, for having me on the show. It's always great to be here with you and your listeners. And It is a big topic, and I don't think anyone has been able to escape it, at least in their lives, if someone in their family or themselves. I know for myself, I grew up with a a food addiction, so it's, it's... it's pretty common to experience some level of it, and it is a big topic. So, yes, we'll go into it today here with your listeners. So let's just talk about it for a minute because, um, you know, people, I think it's really good to talk about addiction and what it really means mm-hmm. um, uh, because we're going to break some of these down today, especially in the conversation that we have about drugs, alcohol, sugar, but also codependency. Uh, yeah. and, and what that's come to mean in today's world. What, how do you define addiction? What's been your personal experience? That when you say, I grew up with a food addiction, what, what does that mean for folks that are listening? Okay, so what I have been doing for most of my life is observing what happens when this consciousness or this program takes over and it is, it's so ingrained and it is so dominating, it's very difficult to actually stop it. And I watched this happen uh, even as a, as a child. It was already happening where it, the, the yearning, the craving, um, it was insatiable, and I would have to go and get some. For me, it was sugar usually or carbs and sugar to get that endorphin high. But So I watched it almost like I was on the sidelines watching myself be taken over by this program that had to be fed. And, and so I've been doing that all my life, just observing it, observing it with my clients and digging into, okay, what is the root cause of this? Obviously, there is some kind of program running in our minds, in our emotions, in our bodies that creates this behavior. It's almost like people say, it's like I blacked out. I don't even remember doing it um, because it literally has taken over your mind. And so what I've seen is, as I dig deeper and deeper into it, of course, I go at everything as energy. And so I would observe what is happening in people's energy when this would take over. And the more that I was working with people in, in sessions and working on myself, 
I saw that the, the driving force of that program to take over was coming from a place inside us that felt empty, that did not feel fed, that did not feel nourished, that somehow felt out of balance, um, unsafe. Uh, it, it gets triggered in lots of ways in our lives, and then the program kicks in. So for me, I went after more of, well, let's first find out where the triggers are. Let's get into why are we feeling empty and this craving needs to be fed. Um, let's go there first. And then eventually we do have to pull the entire program out of our, out of our consciousness as well. And mm. for me, what I have discovered, what's causing that emptiness is our, our own energy field is polarized. And so there's a constant battle going on inside our energetics between positive and negative forces that actually pushes our own spirit, our soul, out of our body. And we have a sense of disconnection. We have a sense of loss. We have a sense of emptiness. And so because we can't be fed internally by our own inner soul life force, we go outside ourselves into the external world to feed on life force and all these different substances, even people. And when, when I discovered this was the root cause, then I said, well, then we need to get the soul back inside us and be able to fill us and feed us and nourish us. And then that way then there is no longer any kind of drive that needs to go outside itself for this life force. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, you know, um, we could pick any number of, of, of different things. One of the things that I, I think I've come to know in my own journey and, and certainly watching some loved ones like my sister who battle with, you know, food addiction, um, mm-hmm. boy, there's always, I, I'm just going to speak for myself, there's always some emotional baggage under there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just some stuff. But it's really difficult to get at it. Can you address that? And, you know, what I'm asking is this. You know, the process that you use, the work that you, you, you use, and especially what our listeners have been able to, uh, to hear you demonstrate on the show, you reach a level that most of us can't even imagine even exists. Can you talk about what those layers are about? Okay, yes. Yeah. So, so since I work on everything just as energy as consciousness, that's where I target the root of that emotional baggage, the root of that pain, that suffering, that emptiness inside. And when I use the vortex energy, what it's able to do, it it does a couple things. One, it's able to neutralize the gravitational effect. So we start to go into more of a a vacuum state, a null zone where there is no more of that battle, that push-pull of the polarity going on inside us. And it also is able to take us in and out of time, in a sense, the, the vortex is moving us back in time or in future time. So I use it to go back in time into the early childhood where the disconnection began and start to repair it, start to reunite the child consciousness inside us because it's very real and it is acting out inside us. And so we go in and we work with it to, to start to bring it back in union with spirit, with the, with, the, with the soul's life force, and heal the wounds that have occurred from that absence, from that neglect, from that, that, um, that disconnection. So that's one area that is wounded that is causing the triggering of the addictions. We have to go back in and heal that and then help the human self, the inner child self, start to feel loved and safe inside 
and and begin to be nourished so it's not going outside itself for anything. And the other thing, too, is I'm, I'm going not only in back in time to fix it, but we also want to go into that program I was mentioning. Where is this program coming from? Where is this mm-hmm. consciousness program? And it's literally running in our collective field. It's, it's pumped into, like you mentioned, the MTV Awards. It's pumped to pumped in through the media, it's pumped everywhere you look, you're being sold to be a consumer. And so there is a, a planetary consciousness, it's a program to, to encourage us and actually control us to be parasitic, to feed on energy outside ourselves, to consume on energy outside ourselves. And this is a huge planetary program. So it's not easy to get yourself extricated from that. I see it literally like a web that's like entangled in our brains. And, and it is. It's actually called entrainment. It's entraining into our brainwaves and it's pumping into our minds that we need to have the newest car and the newest iPod and you know all this stuff. It's, it's, it's a program running into the brainwaves and it is very strong and it takes over. And so, our, of course, as we build our connection to spirit, to soul, then we start to become more authentic. We start to actually have uh, inner knowing and instinct and intuition that what is right for us, what is best for us, and we begin to listen internally and not to that media, not to that planetary program. And this is how we start to extricate ourselves from the entanglement. I love it. You know, this is part of such an important process. Thanks to my guest today, Meg Benedicte, joining me. When we come back, we're going to take a look at what that really means. For those of you out there, if you want to help, if you want to get some help, rather, with this entanglement today on the show, uh, we have phone lines that are open, and we're going to open them now so you can get in the queue for this. Uh, get some help from Meg as we talk about what the vicious cycles are, what are we becoming trapped in, and then how do we stay disempowered? You know, all of this and much more. One of my favorite words, Meg, that I know we're going to talk about when we come back, manipulation, what it is, what it's not, the good, the bad, and the ugly about that word. Let's, yeah, Meg's like, yeah, let's talk about it now. Hey, let's, yeah, let's, let's. Let's take a short break when we come back. Yeah, the big M. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine. 
Bernstein every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Talk Radio. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. Are you interested in learning about how to add more eco-conscious living into your life? Amy Willis, broker and owner of Rhino Roz Realty is dedicated to helping people buy and sell healthy homes. She strives to educate people on incorporating more green features into your environment. Rhino Roz Realty wants to be a resource before, during, and after a transaction. Whether someone is buying or selling a single-family home, multifamily, condo, or investment property, Rhino Roz can provide the service and knowledge that is needed to make informed decisions. For a free market analysis or more information about greening your home, contact Amy at rhinoroz.com, R-H-I-N-O-R-O-Z.com, or call 206-508-1250. Rhino Roz Realty, charging on your behalf in the Northwest. Welcome back. Heal the root cause of addiction with quantum vortex expert Meg Benedicte. Big conversation. And this is a follow-up conversation and, and, and call with Meg based on our previous show and all of the questions that came up. You know, this show, Meg, is something that you personally crafted for our listeners to really get underneath that condition we call codependence. Uh, the addictions that, you know, really get heightened uh, through drugs, alcohol, sugar, coffee, whatever it is, spending money, sex, adrenaline. But also, your work is so powerful in really separating and understanding these vicious cycles and then giving people uh, some freedom, freedom that they never thought they could have. Before we get into the conversation of manipulation and the vicious cycle, can we take a minute for you to give out your website and also let folks know uh, about the free downloads as well as your upcoming event. Oh, sure, yes. So my website is newearthcentral.com, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll receive a free download of a 30-minute MP3 file where you can experience working with me uh, in the the quantum vortex. So it takes you through the the activation steps and then how to start to connect to soul presence and bring that back down into your own energy field, into your own body, and begin to build this unification again. So that's there, as well as a, a short ebook that describes 
how to increase your frequency because the more that we increase and raise our energy frequency, we start to rise and elevate up and out from this, this lower energy field that I'm talking about that, that is manipulating, that is controlling, and that is getting into our brainwaves and uh, causing this program to run of addiction. So when we increase our frequency, we can start to rise out of the hold it has on us. And so that download and ebook is there for you to get started. And also, too, I have a program starting here in October, October 10th, and it's, it's a 10-week teleseminar that I'm teaching on how to elevate into 5D quantum living where we're literally reprogramming ourselves from the 3D operating system that is keeping us in separation and disconnection and manipulated by the collective mind, if we want to call it, the collective mind, the collective program, and start to elevate up and out of it and use your energy differently, be able to fuel yourself so then you aren't dependent on outside sources of energy, of life force. And so that's starting on October 10th, and there's more information on the website about that teleseminar series. Beautiful. Beautiful. And today, our phone lines are toll-free, so call in to get some help around whatever the addiction is that you have. And, Meg, you're going to tell folks in a second exactly what you do live on air is 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. Just give folks an idea of what's going to happen when they call in. Well, when we, when we connect, I'm able to read your energy consciousness and so if you have an area that you're struggling with, there's an issue that you want some assistance on, I can tune in with you, and we can start to get into whatever's holding it, whatever's locking it in, if it's a pattern or a belief or even just some energy blockage. And we can, I use a vortex to loosen this up and, and departiculate it, and it begins to open and release. And this way then we're able to get free of any of these manipulating programs and patterns, and many of them come in from the birth family, and, you know, we need to get free of these, this encoding that gets imprinted into us when we're born. And so we're using the vortex to help uh, liberate us from those energy patterns and programs. Awesome. My favorite uh-huh. word. My favorite word, awesome. manipulation. Uh, you know... Why is it my favorite word? Well, there's a couple reasons. But before we jump to manipulation, let's just talk a little bit about the ego. And I love the way that you talk about how the ego mind separates us. Can you talk about what it does? Okay. So what I've discovered in in observing people when we go back in time to going through their birth and going into early childhood, once we are disconnected from our authentic self, our spirit, our soul, presence, what happens is then the ego begins to develop, and it's an alternate personality. What it is is it only exists in time, so it is of the past or in the future, so it's worrying about what has happened in the past, obsessing on the past, or it's frantically fearful or worrying about what's coming in the future. Once we learn how to get out of time and live in the now moment, in the present, the ego actually disappears. So that's how you know it's not real. It is a consciousness program that has developed from living in a polarized world. So just real quick, when we are born into the earth 
geomagnetic field, it's made of two opposite poles, a positive and negative pole. Because we live in this geomagnetic field, then our own energy field is made up of positive and negative energy. So the positive, of course, is more of our light, our spirit. The negative is this, this negative shadow ego. It's the subconscious mind, and it has just as much influence on us as our light, our spirit, but it's not easy to, to transmute it or transcend it or transform it. And that's the work we do in the vortex. We get in wherever the ego is trying to control the reality, trying to create negative charge and drama, um, trying to create that, that yearning. Who is really yearning for the addiction? It's the ego. It's insatiable. And, and it's never fe- ever fed. So it's, it's an ongoing battle to start to transform the ego consciousness, but it can be done. And we can get a handle on it because for us to be able to elevate into a higher level of living, we need to be able to get more into that calm, neutral state where we coexist in all energies. There's no more of that battle, push-pull between positive and negative anymore. We're able to be in harmony with all energies. And that, of course, will really liberate you from any yearning of the ego for addiction. Well, one of the things that I think that uh, we're also talking about here today for folks is that addiction shows up in many, many ways. You know, let's break this down in a minute uh, for folks. We're going to talk about what some of the addictions are. Um, uh, And when we come back, we're going to talk about codependence uh, specifically. But, you know, there are so many uh, addictions that people are pointing to, and I say people, people that are in the fields of psychology, whether it's clinical, cognitive, uh, the medical uh, profession that are looking at different addictions. But very few are coming out and saying, okay, you have a sugar addiction, right? It's easier Mm -hmm. to say, you know what? You have an alcohol addiction. You have a drug addiction. But we're not saying you got a sugar addiction or, you know, you've got this kind of addiction or you're an adrenaline junkie. Mm-hmm. We don't quite get there. Why is there such a disconnect? Are we afraid to say sugar? Is there something else driving that? Wow, that's a great question because it's the same program running. We just choose what <laughs> is our addictive substance. It's the same program. That's so interesting that um, you said that, but you're right. I think our society is in, is in denial. It's not ready to admit that this is an overlaying pr- problem, that everyone has it to a certain degree as long as they're in any sense of disconnection from their authentic self, from their soul presence. We all have it. Um, that, uh, and to me, then, it's now more becoming then just part of the human condition. Absolutely. Uh, For those of you out there, we are going to take a short break. When we come back, uh, phone lines are open. If you want to call in, get some uh, help and assistance, get some clearing. Boy, this is a big one. Are you reaching for that extra sugar cube in your coffee over there? Are you you thinking maybe that chocolate chip cookie is something you just absolutely have to have? Or are we... to feeling good by pleasing other people. Ouch. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. Or go to the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com. And for those of you that cannot call in, type in your question. We're going to get you some help. We're going to do some clearing. And we're going to rock on. Meg Benedict is in the house. <laughs> 
We'll be right back. to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Colin Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been there, done that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Tune in each Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for the hit radio show that illuminates the heart-centered bond of animal and human as souls destined to find each other in a lifetime. Each week, this world-renowned animal communicator, through her live call-in show, will assist you in understanding animals as light beings, here to raise the vibrational level of this planet. They're ready. Are you I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm... Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425 425- Nine 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 eight three six. Hey everybody, welcome back. Yep, now we get to take on the big ones. Uh, yeah, that was just warm, warm up. Christine, well, we are going to get right to the telephones with you in a hot second. Just give us a minute here. Codependence, addiction, what does it all mean? Meg Benedicte joining us here today because, you know, the quantum vortex, the work that she's done, uh, the tools that she shares with people, you know, really get underneath what some of this emptiness, loneliness, isolation, those giant holes that we feel in our heart, feeling of betrayed, 
you know, and how do we take care of that? Well, you know what? If you're like most of us, you find something to ease the pain. But say goodbye to all of that because you really want to get rid of the pain. You don't want to ease it. You ought to just get rid of it. Meg, thank <laughs> you for joining me. Before we uh, bring Christine on, let's talk a little bit about codependence. What was your life experience with codependence? And, you know, it used to be a pretty popular term. I think it's making a comeback, but not mm. quite like narcissism, right? But ironically, yeah. codependence and narcissism, these are two tag team relationships, right? You know, codependent folks are folks that make perfect targets for people with narcissistic personality disorder. Now, talk true. to that. <laughs> Yes, 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 that's true. Wow. Well, I came into this, of course, through my own experience with codependency. I was in my 20s, and I was in a a relationship, and we were engaged and getting married, and the whole thing just imploded, right? And so we went to therapy, couple therapy, and that's when I was first introduced to the term codependency. I had never heard of it before. And they said, maybe you should go to the 12-step meetings for codependents and so I did. I, I I am like a sponge, and I'm always open to learning about new new things. And that's when I began to understand I was addicted to a person, and I was addicted to his attention and to being loved by him and accepted by him and all of these things. And then, of course, on the flip side, he was addicted to me for the same way. And I had to, I had to basically enta- disentangle myself from all of that so that I could actually start to provide all of those needs myself. So I could come in and bring in love into my own system, uh, be able to accept and acknowledge my value, my worth. And, and so I had to step in and become, in a sense, my own partner and my own parent, where my child didn't receive that. And, of course, this was over some matters of, of years getting into the vortex and going to the root area where... I was empty. I wasn't receiving that love and that that uh, being valued and being accepted and these kinds of things, and I had to bring that in. So for me, I use the vortex to go up to the higher part of me to to bring that love and that and that acceptance and that valuing into my energy field, into my body, into my heart from the higher part of me. Now I know in the twelve step rehab, you know, they do talk about connecting to a higher power. But what I found in doing the Codependency Anonymous, that it still felt to be conceptual. I didn't feel like I was actually connecting to that higher access of love and support in a real tangible way. And that's what the Vortex has offered for me. It truly is coming in as energy that I feel, and it nourishes me, and it's very tangible, and it has replaced the need to go outside to somebody else for that. Mm. Wow. Well, we have someone that wants to connect on the show today. Uh, Taylor, let's go to the phone. Uh, I believe we have Christine waiting to join us here. Yep. Christine from Seattle um, recently has had a traumatic experience, so she's just mm. looking for some advice from you guys. Okay. All right. Well, Christine. Hello, ladies, and thank you so much for doing the awesome work that you do in the world. Thank you so much. I uh, you bet. I uh, I had some a really just completely blew me away experience yesterday, and as you were just speaking, both of you, I really kind of 
I got a glimpse of myself um, because uh, my sister lives out of town. When she comes into town, uh, it's always this uncomfortable triangle between her and my mother and I, and we're we're all very close. <clears throat> but I think some of our closeness is, you know, rather unhealthy. And <clears throat> my sister is just, she's been recovering from some really severe bouts of cancer the last few years. And um, and there's there's this issue of, uh, she's been feeling really awful and terrible, uh, aside from, you know, recovery. Uh, and, you know, we've kind of discovered that my sister likes to drink. And, um, you know, trying to recover from that stuff and being on medications and, uh, you know, it's just not a good mixture. Well, anyway, we're in the office yesterday with the doctor, and I'm like, you know, I'm really concerned about this. And the doctor just kind of picked right up on it, and he's like, well, <clears throat> what's going on with that? And my sister had a huge cow, and next thing you know, my family's in a fight. And I left and, of course, woke up this morning feeling like I am just so deflated and just feel terrible. And I think it's because I am addicted to being the fixer in my family, to being the person that, you know, um, that gets my, uh, what do you call it? Um, I, I get my my acknowledgement or what do you call it? Uh, not acknowledgement, but I, I get validated um, yeah, yeah. by yeah. being the person that, that fixes stuff. And then when they don't like it and they're just like, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're awful. You know, why are you saying these things? And, you know, that's when I'm like, wait a minute, I'm confused. Like you come to me for help. And then when I say, Hey, this is what I see, you know, um, I feel like I'm, you know, like the Salem witch hunts and I'm going to get dipped, you know? Uh, <laughs> so this is where I'm at. Wow. Okay. That's that's a, actually a great description of that dynamic, Christine, between the enabler, the codependent, and and then the addict and the addict. So okay. So the the first thing I'm getting is to look at how your sister's mirroring back to you the program of addiction. You just have a different source that you go to, which is the validation. She goes to alcohol you go to get the validation. So that's just, she's just mirroring mm-hmm. that back to you so you can see it. And you did. You had that aha moment. So that's what's that's what's so important. Then what you want to do is start to extricate yourself. So we go dig in, okay, why do I need to be validated? And why do I need to fix people? I call it the savior complex. And I, I had this in the earlier years when I started working as a healer. And it really mm-hmm. grabbed me. And I had to actually get free of it because I realized I can't save anyone on this planet. All I right. can do is hold a space for them to save themselves and so mm-hmm. it's called the, so that that so that we would just call the how the addiction is running in you is in the savior complex now why is that there what is what is fueling it so i'm just going to tune in with you here real quick and we want to get into where is it that we want to actually and this is the ego the ego wants to go out and fix others instead of going in and just working on our own stuff so it's a distraction, actually, and all, all addictions are, are distractions, right? It's, we're trying to yeah. not deal with whatever it is that needs our attention. So instead of where the ego wants to pull you out and look at everybody else and where they need help, you would want to say, no, I'm going to turn back in and look at where I can improve myself. Where do I need some love and some nourishment? And, and it's about you stepping in and being that for yourself. And, okay, hold on, let me just tune in here with you, because we're going into more of the deeper inner root, and it always, I always just find it down in the inner child, because that's where this began in all of us. 
And as we tune in, so this is part of your psyche. It's part of your human nature. It's part of your psyche. It's, it's the child aspect of the psyche. It's very real inside us. And what I'm feeling is that there is this sense in the child that everything is not enough, like it's not good enough. There's, there's a program running where, and that's what's, that's what's motivating the fixer. If you could actually just be okay with how everything is in the moment now, that would erase that whole yearning to fix. So there's something in the, in the human psyche that's not okay, it's not comfortable with other people's problems or issues or, or like your sister. How, how could you just stand in the room and go, wow, she's got this addiction to alcohol. I just, I just love her and support her, and there's nothing else motivating you. So, it's, mm. so there's... there's so there's something in you that wants to. Oh, okay. To... I think I'm getting okay. what you're saying. Yeah. They call yeah. it Yeah, okay, because I think, I think what, what I'm feeling really, what I have felt really awful about or what did I do wrong is okay, that, yeah, my motivation that. was, you know, that I have, to, I have to fix her or save her, and this is my chance. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think it just be allow. But this whole thing about allowing is so liberating, just to allow it as it is, mm-hmm. and, and love her as she is. And the problem is, is that the ego gets in there and starts judging. And when the ego judges, mm-hmm. oh, well, my sister's got a problem, there goes the judgment, and then that takes over, and then the ego has to fix it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being in detached compassion. Unconditional love actually is detached compassion, where we're able to stand on the sidelines, so you'd be in that room with your family, you'd be able to stand on the sidelines and have loving compassion for them, and that's it. No other motivation to do anything. And that's where I need to focus on because because it's such an entrenched system with my family, as it is with any family, that, like, the night before her appointment, I made, I haven't made an apple pie or any kind of pie in 15 years. I made my sister an apple pie because, you know, she's like, my favorite pie is apple pie. And I made her one. I brought it over. And the first thing my mom says is, where's the ice cream? You know, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, it's such a perfect setup for me to, you know, oh, I have to be a bigger savior, better savior, faster savior, you know, um, and, and I don't have to be a savior at all. And so, um, no, okay, so what I'm going to focus on is, is, um, is whenever I have those feelings of, I need to feel validated, I need to validate myself and yes, when these things come up, like I'm these sens- appointments with her doctor, then I just, I really will work to be, like, you know, like you said, detached compassion because that's really where, that's where the strength is, I think. And also feeling that there's a consciousness running in the child inside that feels if you don't step forward and take these actions that the family will fall apart. Yes, they will fall apart and they will also, if I do take the actions, they, the, and it's not just a pretend thing or like a subconscious thing. But the threat is we're just going to leave. We're going to, I'm not going to talk to you for years or months or whatever. So there's abandonment and then there's the threat of falling apart. Yeah. So okay. I, those things are, but those things become ineffectual when you actually call their bluff and just take care of yourself, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I think, again, you turn back in and go, okay, where do I need to step in? So I'm not, my, my inner child isn't feeling like my life is falling apart. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we could watch them actually have a breakdown. And sometimes people need right. that for the breakthrough. You let them fall apart if they have to. Uh, but yes, it okay. doesn't make you feel like you're falling apart. 
No, and I and I do get that. Like I'm guilty if I don't help because look at they're falling apart. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. All right. Those I, are things I, I need I, to deal with myself. Yeah, I think this is really a good time for us also. Uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about what codependency is, Meg, uh, because Meg and I were kind of joking a little bit, but it's actually no joke. We were, like, joking mm-hmm. a little bit about, you know, our first introduction to the term. Um, I'm not even going to say how many years ago it was for me, but how powerful it's now become in my life and also how easy it is to, to really step into a state of affairs that, A, we probably weren't asked to step into, and this I'm speaking for myself, and B, stepping in, you know, from a place that you got to ask yourself, you know, what part am I benefiting from, from becoming the savior of this person? And I've had to ask myself that. Uh, And then when they turn around and all of a sudden you're not number one in their life, you think, oh, my God, I feel so betrayed. I'm not appreciated. I have cried those blues a hundred times. But mm-hmm. isn't this all connected, Meg, at some point? Yes, yes because it's, cause what you're tapping into is the part in us that is empty and it's not being fed that mm-hmm. inner nourishment and safety and protection and feeling the world is safe for you. It's only about us, really. This whole, that whole thing that's playing out in your family is just mirroring back to you where you're not feeling safe inside yourself. Mm. And so I look at everything in my life as a mirror. It's just, okay, what is that mirroring back that I need to go in and, and bring into balance inside myself? So right. I don't get pulled into their drama. I take their, their drama and use it as something to mirror where I need to fix inside myself. Because once it's in balance, I'm going to guarantee you it is not going to show up in the outer world for you. That's right. our outer and, reality. And I, is I mean, even, even today, I'm like, I need to apologize to my sister. I need to apologize to them. I need to, you know, and all I think all of that is like, not that, it's, not that it's bad to apologize, but I think that I'm just like scratching it, trying to how, like trying to how, I'm trying to get how I'm going to look better and seem better, and mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I just I want out of this trap. Yeah, mm. so that's just overcompensating again for the sense of not feeling enough valued inside yourself. Right. Again, it's just, okay. it's just overcompensating. I, I thank you so what, much for your help today. This has really been helpful, and I'm going to resonate with this the rest of the day and ponder on it because uh, there's so much in here, and I, okay, need, to, I yeah. need to unpack some of this. Thank you so much, ladies, and you guys have a blessed day. Thank you, you too. And I want to, yeah, thank you, Christine. Thanks for calling in and sharing that. You know, I, I would like to continue this right now and, and skip the break if we could because what Christine talked about is one phase of this. And what you and I were talking about, Meg, was, um, okay, what happens if we do have those tendencies? And I know this is really difficult, I think, for you and I at some level, because we don't use terms like codependence or narcissism in our lives. We're using them today uh, for a very good reason. It's because these, these terms are in the press right now in our pop culture. And there are relationships that are important to understand. So let's take a minute and get back to that. We have a new caller, and that's what I wanted to make sure we got to. Uh, we have someone, Kaja, is calling in from Minnesota. Let's go to the phones, Taylor. Yeah, not a problem. Kaja is calling in, and she uh, also has an addiction question. Perfect. Great. Hi, Kaja. How can we help you today? Hi, Pat. Hi, Meg. Thanks so much for taking my call. 
I am wondering about, so like you said, Meg, it's always the same thing, but it's a different target. So, you know, over time, I used to smoke cigarettes. Sometimes it's I drink tea. Sometimes it's I drink wine. And I'm just, I'm interested to know more about the underlying, like you say, program that's running and how to make differences so that is not uh, such a big part of my life. Okay, so what I, how I was guided to fix this in myself is any time that I would catch myself going to turn outside to see that emptiness, so turn to the wine or turn to the sugar or um, any, you know, everything and anything. Any time I would catch, I, because now that I was aware of it, oh, this is a program running in me, okay, I'm going to break this program. I'm going to actually reprogram myself into a different reality. So anytime I would catch myself with that yearning to go out, I would try to stop myself and turn back in and go into my heart, into my energy body, and start to feed what was the yearning but with a different source. So I would go up to my soul and I would pull the light in. Of course, I used the vortex to do this. I pull the love in. I pull the validation in. I pull the acceptance in. I pull the support in. And it's real energy, and I could feel it flow into my heart, and I would direct it to the areas of me that were empty, and they would start to heal and mend and fill. And I began to actually feel complete and fulfilled inside, and those yearnings disappeared. Now, am I saying I'm 100% cured? Hell no. I still have an ego. I still am in a human body. I'm still in a human life. So at times I find if I get overworked, I don't have enough rest, I get a little stressed out. What's happening is my energy is getting out of balance, and then I start to crave sugar. I can feel it. It will build. So this is where it's a, it's a balance point. We have to maintain that inner balance, and there's ways to do this, of course, through meditation and through, through exercise and through mindfulness and all these things that we can do to hold our inner balance, feed ourselves with that life force, and that way then we're... We're, we're consciously choosing to live outside of that addiction program. So for me, often it is, it's not as much of, like you said, um, of course, being tired or stressed. Those things can be triggers. It's more of a, uh, I guess it must be a, a calming, nurturing. It's an evening thing. It's before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 a rich, it's a ritual, and it's also a ritual that my mother, who's passed on, did, which makes me feel happy. Mm. If so that it makes creates a sense. comfort, a sense that, of comfort and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nurt- um, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, and it seems like a self-nurturing thing, but mm-hmm. if it's not tea, if it's wine, if it's cigarettes, that's then that's maybe a different story, right? That's right, mm-hmm. right. What I'm wondering yes, about. It's not healthy. Yeah. No. Well, I right. had to do that too. I had to find other things that nurtured me. So it would be where I love to listen to music, I love to read. I found things that I could do to replace the cigarettes and the, and the wine. You know, I found things I could do that would nurture me, especially in the evening. Um, that way then you're able to choose. It's, again, constantly choosing what you are nurturing yourself with instead of the yeah, unhealthy ones. Yeah, I, you know, I have the same issue. Here's what I discovered, and boy, it took me a lot of years. I didn't have Meg around telling me about this. <laughs> um, my dad, you know, I remember my dad. My dad was not around a lot at all. He worked, 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 busy, three or four jobs, whatever. But I, here's what I remember about my dad. There are two, situ- three situations. One, 
coffee on Saturday morning and Sunday. Oh, yeah. He would brew up in the old school pot on the stove coffee. Okay? What's my addiction? Coffee. Um, (laughs) What's the second one? Strawberry ice cream. At (laughs) night, one night a week that he was around, a Sunday, a half a gallon the guy would go through. (laughs) Now, how did this manifest in my life? Can I walk by a strawberry shake, a strawberry ice cream, and and pass it by? Well, most of the time, yes. But what happens to me at night? And, Meg, you can jump in on this. Well, at night, 9, 10 o'clock at night, I get the urge i got to eat something. Really? So how do you go from half a gallon of ice cream, which I'm quite capable of doing, to 10 almonds? Uh, Not very easily. (laughs) But, Meg, you see, can you see the kind of pattern of this? I mean, yeah, it didn't the, even it, dawn on me that that's what I was doing. That's a brainwave entrainment pattern. That's, so it's yep. imprinted from the family. Um, so I call it the family matrix. It's a whole operating system of patterns that we are born into, and they're imprinted into our brain and into our genetics and into our energy field. And that's why they're so strong, and that's why they're so ingrained, because they are from the family matrix. So that's where I, as an energy healer, I go in and I find where that pattern, the actual consciousness and the energetics of that pattern is running in the system and we pull it out because it isn't healthy and and we don't want it running in us anymore. We want to make conscious choices not to be programmed and just like a robot doing these, these activities, these behaviors. And my family, my parents drank wine with dinner every night. I did it up to my 40s and realized, what am I doing? This is, this is not healthy for me. And so I had to repattern that. I'd pull out theirs and then put in a, a replace it with a new behavior, a new pattern. So, yeah, this isn't, it's not easy, but it can be done. Once you identify, so, um, again, you can use the vortex meditation to do this yourself. You identify the pattern that you are done with, that you don't want to engage in anymore, and you, you visualize it and you feel your emotions around it, like you have to really lock onto it, where it's running in you. And then I use the vortex, and I, it's literally like grabbing the tail end of a snake, and I fling these patterns out, <laughs> and I get the whole energy out and spin them out. So it's, mm. it's, uh, it's, it's literally that's what you're working with is a strand of code, just like, a, just like you're, you're erasing a hard drive in a computer. You're pulling the code out of your brain, out of your system. Okay, this has been, uh, for me, this has been, uh, again, we're kind of peeling the layers of this, right, Meg? We're peeling the layers yeah. back. It's a big conversation and a big topic. And yes, it is. this was just absolutely amazing to really get under this. Thank you so much for joining us here today. One last question. What's a personal message? What would you like to leave us with? And thank you again. Well, I, I'm always driven to come into wholeness. That is, that is just, I guess, as I'm programmed to do that, it's part of my soul's mission is to come into wholeness and then to help others do the same. It's called unity consciousness. And so we're leaving a life of separation and we're moving into unity consciousness. And so, of course, my, my greatest desire and wish for everyone is to become whole and complete again. And anything I can do to serve, again, there's the service <laughs> to be able to do that makes me happier and more fulfilled. Wow. Thank you, Meg. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow. You're welcome. welcome. Give out your website one last time, please. Yes, it's newearthcentral.com. And 
this is where you can go in and, and you can, we also have some video uh, meditations on there. There's free downloads of past group meditations I've done, so you can kind of just jump in and, and play with it and practice with it. And also, mm-hmm. too, I just okay. opened up a healing center here in Mount Shasta, and so we have a new website for that, and it's called MountShastaQuantumHealingCenter.com. And so a lot of new stuff Beautiful. happening here up in the mountain. <laughs> All right. I love it. Hey, everybody. We'll see you next time on the show. Transformation Talk Radio's amazing hosts span from the Pacific to the Atlantic coast with a world full of loyal fans. What's stopping you from joining our clan? Bring your powerful message to listening ears. We've been helping people do this for many years. Want to make a difference? We can help you out. Just give us at Transformation Talk Radio a shout. It's easy to get started with an email so small to host at TransformationTalkRadio.com and then we'll give you a call. There is not just one kind of radio show. Some shows are about health, wellness, food. Others are about helping you on your spiritual journey. Some radio shows are all about busting through and getting unstuck from the crust in your life. But the Dr. Pat Show, well, she does it all. She's been helping people in all aspects of their life now for 10 years. Her interview style, her unique personality, the amazing guests she has on her show are all factors of what makes an amazing radio show. Please join Dr. Pat in celebrating 10 extraordinary years of talk radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. Thank you for supporting us for the past 10 years. Positive Talk Radio was a vision that we've had. And thanks to all of you, you've helped us make it a reality. We are promising each and every one of you that this coming year, our 10th year anniversary, will be the best yet. For more information, please make sure you stay tuned to TransformationTalkRadio.com or TheDrPatShow.com. And remember, join me. Let's live life full out together. Get insider knowledge about everything that is going on at Transformation Talk Radio. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com and enter your email to receive our newsletter. Stay updated on new hosts, inspiring guests, and good news articles from around the world. We look forward to having you join our community. Hey, Moon, you want to know something groovy? Yeah, Jess. What's that? Dr. Pat has been on the radio for 10 years. 10 years? Are you kidding me? That's awesome! I'll tell you what's awesome. She's bringing back the Pay It Forward campaign and Holistic Makeover to celebrate. If you want to know more or get involved, go to thedrpatshow.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thedrpatshow to get updates about everything we're doing. are listening to Transformation Talk Radio, the home of some of the world's most inspiring talk radio hosts. Please stay tuned at the top of the hour. We will be bringing you another amazing, educational, and inspiring show to get you on the path to transforming your life. For more information about us, please visit our website, www.transformationtalkradio.com. That's www.transformationtalkradio.com. 